Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before. But you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house-made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Dale. Meet Mesquite Repeat. Make the trip. You won't be sorry. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. A little bit of everything. and do some singing, some dancing, some chatting with the guests, the skits, the monologues, the comedy. Wonderful comedy. It really is a lot of fun. I hate you now. I hate you for that. Oh, don't put that in my head because it's not. Thank you, Silence the Voice. I have to say, and I know this hurts you, Brady, and I don't know if it's the other guys in the room the same. If you sleep on your back exclusively, either you're dying, you're dead, you're a weirdo, or you're a baby. There's, I have to sleep on my back right now. I don't know how you do it. I don't know how back sleepers live their lives. There, you have to be like, Brady, you have to because you're, you're attached to a radiator. So in order <laughs> but to I don't breathe, have to. I, I'm uh, probably about half the time on my back. So you can actually move over to sure. your side and stuff, yep, but you either start side. on your back. I don't know how anybody goes to sleep on their back. This is impossible. Impossible sleeping conditions for me right now. I usually fall asleep on my back, but I kill both shoulders because oh, I have to sleep on my side. It's corpse stuff. Just sleeping there like a like you're a vampire in a coffin. Do you normally sleep on your side? Oh, side, you know, stomach, anywhere but Starfish. just like laying flat on my back like I'm in a Do you still have coffin. separate but adjoined beds? No, that switched out now. It's uh, well, it's the, I wouldn't have gotten out of this without the adjustable frame, tough oh. to needle adjustable frame. That's been awesome having I didn't that. Think about that. So that lifts you up in the morning. Oh uh, no, no, I'm fine now. It it helped out for sure though. Oh, and you get the legs up up above your heart for. Oh, it's great. But sleeping on your back is it's impossible. It's flat impossible. Laying there, waking up, and I can't do any other positions. I can't cross my legs. I can't. Can you sleep in that bed with it crunched like up? a V? Yeah. That's how I would normally sleep in it. Oh. All cranked into the That's middle. Weird. Balled up on my side like a fetus. Mm. Yeah. But you got to you can't. It's back sleepers, you're, there's something wrong with them. I wouldn't trust it. It's like if you're dating someone new and you go to their house and they're like, good night. Coffin. And they roll back under their back. They're Cross like, get the out arms. of this. There, there's nothing normal about them. Nothing at all can be Colin normal. Colin Robinson. Yeah. Like, good night, Laszlo. <laughs> Shut the coffin, Guillermo. 
It's time for naps. I must slumber. I think that he has to go to sleep, Guillermo. Don't get me started. I'll get the whole show out of the way. It's time for us to slumber, Guillermo. I can't do it. You're not a back sleeper. You're an no, Italian. No, side, side sleeper. Man. 100%. No Italian could their hands move around too much to sleep on their backs. <laughs> Just talking in their sleep. I'd be smacking yeah, Miss yeah. New Booty in the face. That's how Miss, Miss New Booty, she wakes up with black eyes. She says, what's wrong? She says, Brett talks in his sleep. <laughs> John, I'm like Brady. Nine hours on my back with a radiator strapped oh, to my face. Yeah, it, how do you do it? <laughs> I envy you. I envy all of you. This back sleep thing. Because I, 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 I've been trying so hard. I'm like, all right, this is it. And I feel good enough rolling over. I'm doing a side thing. Nope. The extreme pain got to roll back over onto my back. So then yesterday I got on the stomach, laid down. Like, Here we go. This is it. Like eight minutes before it started to radiate nonsense. I'm like, damn it. Crawl back up, get on my back, and lay there like a dying person. Hospital bed sleep is it's impossible. I don't, I, I don't trust any of you. You tell me I'm an exclusive back sleeper. I don't trust you. You'll steal my money. You will steal my money. <laughs> You're not a normal person. Normal people sleeping like, like the letter K. There's stuff sticking out of the sides. There's one going yeah. back behind you. Yeah. There's none. Of I don't that. care the yeah. uh, I one don't long care leg what position. Yeah. I just want sleep. And so if it's whatever, you know, a lot of times you'll turn the side. Obviously, throughout the night. Yeah, but you sleep sitting down. Like I've seen you go yeah, to sleep in a chair. Yeah, if I have to sleep, I can Mo- sleep in a um, movie theater chair. Position. Yeah, I've never. Well, you got well, you can nestle into your body. I've seen yeah. it. It's amazing. It's like a cold bird. His little head goes into those shoulders because there's no <laughs> neck. <laughs> movie theater seats, which are like the least comfortable seats of all time. It's, it's like now a, those reclining ones. Yeah, now That's the recliner's trouble. pointless. You trouble. should never go. But the John. old seats, the old theater seats, I would think. Oh, yeah. Hey Brady, this movie's great. Hey Brady, wake up, Brady, wake up. The movie's good. Huh? Yeah, I'm liking it. I'm like, how are you doing this? Arms folded, didn't <laughs> yeah, move. Folded. Doesn't move. You, how? Because his head's in his neck. You got to go to a chiropractor after those yeah, old theater seats. If you had a neck, what needs to be adjusted? Yeah. <laughs> He's a human. Find, find something to adjust. Brad. His head All is right. sitting on a beanbag. Of course, it's comfortable. We were at Superman, for God's sakes. <laughs> That's the one that just fell asleep also. Superman v. Batman. I'm like, good Lord, this thing's... Brady, wake up. This is a very loud... Never mind. Who cares? Darn Chuck. John, I, for one, have to sleep on my back to assert my dominance and not lose my side for my vicious bitch wife encroaching <laughs> right, into right. my bed. I told you, something's wrong in your life. It's, you don't have a normal life if you're sleeping on your back exclusively. I trust a stomach sleeper. A, I think they can fight, and B, they're willing to let it all hang out. Like they're they're the type of people you want to party with. They take a stomach sleeper to Vegas because they're like, yeah, my ass is in the air at night. Yeah. I take chances. I'm risky. John, ask Jay about, <laughs> ask Jay about sleeping on her back. <laughs> Jay Gutentag, tell you what, man, sleep on your sleep back. On your back with the eye open. Can't help it, man. If you're sleeping on your stomach, you better be laying on a mirror, man. <laughs> Yeah, I just I can't do it. It's it's and today's the first day I get to shower finally. For God's Ooh. sakes, a real shower, not one of these hospital towel baths I've been taking. It's nightmarish. Are you covered in plastic on that side? I got a yeah, I got a waterproof thing over, but I can take that off and then use the antibacterial soaps. Wash the wound. Today's the day I find out. Well, for me, I'll do it at the end of the show. I'll take the uh, bandage off and we'll see if it's oozing. Ooh, if it's oozing, then I'm done. Uh-oh. It's terrible. Back to the hospital? Oh, yeah. Terrible news. New hip. Well, no, I probably, probably have to go back in. 
if it's oozing. So your body's rejecting it? No. Well, there could be. Is there, it could be infected or something. Oh, yeah. Completely. <laughs> oh, oh yes. man. Yeah. I'm somewhat rooting for it. <laughs> I want to tear this thing down. I'm like Al-Qaeda and my body's one of those buildings. I just feel like, let's just wreck it. I, I, I treat my body like Sim City. I built the city. Now let's see what happens when dragons and UFOs come attack. It's Jenga. Yeah, let's tear it apart. But yeah, the uh, if it's, I don't think it is, though. There's absolutely zero. You'd know. Not necessarily. They say you don't really? know until you take off the bandage. And if anything comes out, you might have an issue going on. I will squeeze to see if something comes out, though. Well, something's going to come out if you do nope. that. Not necessarily. No? Not if it's healing well inside. Not if it's a good weld. Yeah, it's not like a jelly. It, should be, it shouldn't be oozing pus. That's the thing, because that's a sign of infection. But any, Look, I'll squeeze this thing down to anything to not sleep on my back anymore. You are a creepy person if you're an exclusive back sleeper. Think of that. You know those videos of people, like they do those time sleep studies, and they'll do mm-hmm. the, and they'll film you for eight hours, and see somebody sleeping on their back for eight hours and they never move and they just kind of jiggle like because the time lapse is eight hours and two seconds and they just kind of jiggle a little like that is a creepy person. I want somebody flopping around. Their brain's at work. That means your brain doesn't work too. Your brain's at work. There's something wrong with you if you're a back sleeper. And I've discovered- They're not getting the deep sleep or it's beyond the- Look, something's wrong with you. I haven't, I haven't gotten thorough studies on it because I've just been a back sleeper for four days. But something's wrong with you. You should be. You should want to move around. You're either you're if you're lazy when you sleep. How can I trust you when so you're awake? Would you add that to the uh, qualifying questions and the back yeah. in the dating world? It's oh, like credit, credit. How's your relationship Obviously, with your dad? What's your favorite sleep sleeper. position? Yeah, got to know your credit score. How long have you been at your current uh, employment? And now maybe yeah, uh, would you sleep just exclusively on your back? I sleep just on my back and I never move. All right, you're gonna steal my money. You're a crooked. You're a crooked human being. So long, Elvira. Yeah, you're done. Get in your casket, weirdo. Now, if she says I sleep on my back because I got sleep apnea and everything else, I'm dating the pig. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, well, she's automatically cast out. <laughs> I have sleep apnea. I could have guessed. <laughs> you, you, that's a visual with a lady with sleep apnea. Very rarely comes with you know Hildy's look. <laughs> You don't see Justin Bieber's wife for, you know, the sleep apnea machine. Yeah. And it's kind of a build, Brady. She'd be you. I'm not dating that. No hot. Fun. No hot, all right. She's definitely hot. Hot sleeper. She sweats on the sheets, that's for sure, for all the wrong reasons. Yeah, I don't like that whole, I have to see you move a couple of times. You can maybe fall asleep laying on your back or for a second, but it better be uncomfortable fast because... Otherwise, your mind's completely shut down. You're a blank person. Ugh. But I got to get out of that. So today's the first shower. That will coincide with the first dump since last Thursday. A real good one. Oh, still nothing yesterday, no, huh? I told you. Waiting for oh. the showers are open. Locked it down until it I know, I know but still. After Stores that, closed, Brett. After, after uh, <laughs> drinking the, uh, oh, man. Magnesium citrate? Yeah, That's I, just to break it down. Whew. It's in waiting. There's a line outside the door. It's like uh, Black Friday. <laughs> So have you been drinking the citrate the whole time? No, just one big one when I okay. realized, all right, we're gotcha. about four days in. I got to break down what's built. Gotcha. Just did a shooter of it and went to town? Ten ounces. Told Ten myself, ounces. we're not That's doing anything bottle. with it. It's the whole bottle. It's like, we're going to take this to the next level. Body, you do your job slowly. Store some of this. 
put it aside. Break down the big pieces. When we're ready to shower, we'll take a dump. Jank them. Whatever. Still going to be clean. The sandalwood <laughs> smell at the end. Then I redress my wound, barring some type of oozing. Ooze free. Yeah. We'll take it off before the show and we'll see if it's oozed. We'll have the chips ready. We'll film it. Well, actually, yeah, we'll film it. We got like Ralphie stuff. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that, that's kind of, look, that's exactly it. It is. Ralphie isn't it? slept on his back. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he didn't have not a at choice. the end. Yeah. No, once, he once he fell, that's why he died. <laughs> he fell asleep the on his turtle. stomach. Sorry, Ralphie. Yeah. He, well, no, his stomach thing, when he fell on his stomach, there's no getting him over. He, oh, I walked in and he was staying at my house at the time. He was on his back. One foot was on the floor. The rest of them was sprawled out on that bed. For equilibrium or what? You no, know, he said he was trying to get up. And he fell back asleep. He went back to sleep. Hauling oats, <laughs> hauling oats, playing on his phone as his alarm. I was supposed to take him to the. I was supposed to take him here. I'm sorry, Johnny. I screwed up. I screwed up, man. I'm like, well, I gotta go. I know. I'll meet you down there at seven. All right. God damn it! I feel terrible. Fall back asleep. I just can't believe that happened. All right. I'll see you in five minutes. <laughs> Jesus Christ! He's out already. <laughs> Another thing, uh, I've, I need to meet a person who does this for a living because you're, you're the devil. These news stories that got me again this morning, and I know we've all fallen for it. I clicked on a story today that said uh, Arctic scientists can't – or not Arctic, but it was a North Pole scientist – can't believe what they saw on an iceberg in Canada. And, and you're thinking a creature. mammoth or something a creature or a on new a, creature. Well, they saw it living. And so there's a picture, so I, 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 you know, I squeeze in on it a little bit, and it looks, I'm like, man, is that a dog? Like all alone out there on this iceberg? Like the tiny little iceberg, it's about to break? I'm like, look at that. So I start reading the story, and I get through, you know, these scientists, are, and it always starts out with the story of where they left. We left from Newfoundland and blah, 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 and you're getting ready to across the thing. And what they normally do is this, this, and this. So it kind of gives you the background of the guys. Then it says next page, and I'm like, uh-oh, I'm in one of those. Click next page. The leader of the blah, blah, blah is this man named Thomas Bjorgensen. He's from – and I'm like, okay, that's too much background on that guy. Next thing. And then what they saw next would shock anyone. Couldn't believe what they had seen, how long it had been there. I'm like, what is it? Next page. Six pages in. Oh, now man. we're talking about the boat. Next page. Wow. We're talking about the origin of species that have lived on icebergs in the past. Next page. And I'm like, this and, – and then you realize I'm in one of those – News chase stories, eternal ads. Where they just get the clicks. Where you get the click after click, but they never tell the story. But then I thought, somebody's got to write this. Yeah. Somebody has to sit down and pen out. Boss, I told the story in four pages. Yeah. Not good enough. No, not good enough. We need 66 pages of of And you're going to lose them on page two if it's not good enough. There has to be a college course on how to write. And keep me interested in the same, on the, you know, and then the pictures came out. And it always ends with like, okay, next page is going to be the, see pictures, click next page. Pick, and then it's a, you know, a jeans ad sitting there and I have to scroll that out of the way. And I'm like, I know I'm in an ad. I know I'm in sponsored content, but I need to know what that thing was. So then I go and I search out uh, scientists see dog on iceberg. And then it goes back to like this uh, – what was that guy who had all the Stapleton or whatever yeah. his name was? That the guy Shackleton. that Shackleford. Shackleton was it Shackleford. Shackleton or Ford? Whatever what the guy that had all the dogs he had to eat when he crashed his boat down in the Arctic. I'm like, ah, it's not a story, or is it? No, it's a polar bear. I knew that. that. No, it was like a it was like a Labrador Retriever sitting on top of an iceberg, and I'm like, and the iceberg wasn't what you're picturing. It's not like the Matterhorn. 
it looked like a shelf, a little tiny chunk of ice. Yeah. Big enough for a house, maybe. How many pages did you go? How many clicks? Six. See, I'm, I'm a two and out. Yeah. If, it, if yeah. you don't get me in two, I'm out. Then, you, I, then you're on to it. You're yeah. Like, oh, well, I was on to it. Once once it says next page, you're, yeah. on, you're, to on, you're on to it. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm not in a thing. If it's two sentences and next page, yeah. that's it. I mean, I've thumbed through, uh, you know, hottest summer bikinis. And moved the ad out I'll of the way. Hit the that. X yeah, and hit yeah. next page on that. And that's not that hot. That's not that. And the next thing you know, it's Lizzo. And I'm like, damn it. <laughs> They're just putting anybody in a bikini up there now. But there has to be someone who writes it. And I'm fascinated now by the class you would take. What used to be you'd get rid of the fluff and, and write the story. And now there's got to be a class somewhere out there where it's all fluff. Like you'd want to don't get to the story. More never ads. get to the story. But the ads are not part of the story. The ads are just the clicks that come up and you click on, click out. They just yeah. want the clicks to say we got this many ads to make you go to the next page. But the story is written. There's no ads in the story. The story has to be this 40-page thing that never, ever finishes. It's brutal. How many times have you fallen for the master this NFL logo quiz? And I'm like, oh, I can do that. New NFL logos yeah. are The new NFL logos are a good are one. Good. And the next page always has that stupid thing that – Shoots over it right when you're about to hit next page and takes you to the link to the yeah, ad to then yeah, get no. a click out of that Pops to go up. back to the game ah, you were playing. It. But there's a cl- there's someone out there writing those. And to that back sleeper, I'd like to say, I f- hate you. The devil. You are. You're, you're a back sleeping devil. Vampire. But I fell for it this morning and I still don't know what the hell's on that shelf. <laughs> was it a dog? Probably not. Probably something that should be out there, like a seal that was covered in oil or something. You got, I got no idea. Uh, and then I also saw uh, in that same little group, finally, and Brett, you're a baseball fan, the playoffs. Yeah. Next week we got playoffs. Toledo's team is a half game out right now, relying on the Baltimore Orioles to squeak them in. They got me one last night. They beat the Red Sox last that's night. That's right. Can and that's their, no, that's their limit. Damn it. Man. They're not going to win That's that their series. one game the rest of the year. That's it. Your Mariners are probably out. But a nice run. Nobody expected it. Good run. A rebuilding team. Uh, but finally, ESPN has done what men have been begging for while watching baseball for years. Finally. I mean, how many times, Brett, we watched a game over at the bar, and I said, you know what would make this better? Women talking. Like, only women talking. Oh, like, I t- yeah. Like, this is wow. what I want. It's just nothing but chicks talking during the game. That's ESPN is giving you the all-female broadcast team on ESPN Radio for the Dodgers and Padres game. Mons, I don't know if it's Mendoza, Tammy Brenneman and... No, it's just two. <laughs> Oh, yeah, Tammy. Hello, ladies. <laughs> Tommy, Tammy Brenneman here. Not some going to dress, that's for sure. No, it's uh, the lady, some lady who does Orioles games and Jessica Mendoza. Oh. And uh, they're going to tag them up and put them on ESPN, which is insulting in itself to say that you're only getting the job because you're women, which is really the opposite of your okay. movement. But okay, take it, I guess. It's... it's uh, the affirmative hiring of saying you're women, so you're qualified, which is not true. But and Mendoza's done a nice job for as long as she's done it. I still can't watch a game where she does stuff because I don't want to hear her talk about squaring it up, squaring up a, a pitch, <laughs> and standing in the box when a fastball is going by because she used to play women's college softball. I don't. You don't have the insight I want now. If she was the play-by-play, maybe. But color analyst. And that's why Alex Rodriguez is in there. And to be honest with you, she's better than him. But that that's ain't saying, saying much. much. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's keeping the bar good. low. Yeah. Alex is awful. 
But yeah, girls talking during a baseball game. That's what we've all said. And we need more of it. Like I say it all the time when I'm at Steeler Sunday football. I'm like, guys, guys, please, enough with all the football statistics. And what do you think Casey and Megan have to say about this? We want to hear them say stuff. Let's get the ladies chatting out loud about this game. If they were knowledgeable. No, nope, we still don't want to hear it, especially if you're knowledgeable. Because our assumption is you just picked that up a couple weeks ago. Don't want to hear it. But, yeah, so get used to that. That's coming. I give uh, Kevin Ray that kind of heat all the time, and he just won't say a word. So I don't know his true opinion on it. I can't imagine it's good because he's got to do broadcasts sometimes with ladies. For Protection mode. Oh, he, well, he's, he's for it because he has to be. But I think deep down he doesn't want to do Suns games with. Like he got into broadcasting to sit next to like Eddie Johnson and Tom Chambers and that. And he looks over and he sees like three-time gold medalist Anne-Marie Drysdale. Anne-Marie. What her name is. I don't know. <laughs> well, here you go. She was married to Don Drysdale. I'd ask her questions about that. Len Casper or the uh, oh. the girls' broadcast team? It pains me to say it. I would eat coconut. <laughs> Len Casper or the girl team? The girl team out of... Oh, my God. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. I'd say the girl team just to hear the novelty of it. Okay. Wow. Len Casper I just hate. Uh, the girl team would be like... I'm not, I know I'm not going to like it, but it might be kind of funny. Kind of hate listening? Yeah, kind of a hate listen. But yeah, we, nobody wants that. And why can't we have stuff? Well, if the lady said, hey, we don't want men broadcasting our WNBA games, we'd be like, good, men don't want to do it. I give Kevin Ray, like, again, I always talk to him about it. I'm like, Jesus, the time you've put in to wait for Al McCoy to either die or retire, which looks like it's going to be the same day, and sit back and be the number two and, you know, flying back and forth to do Cowboys radio and be a you know, broadcaster professional, I said. And then they had the nerve to say, hey, while you're here, you want to call a few of those WNBA games or else? And he had to do it. There's or no way it, he wanted to. It happens. And they go, we're going to go with Drysdale. Thanks for waiting. <laughs> oh, if, they, if they replace yeah. McCoy. Well, Drysdale is a color person, so they wouldn't do that. They wouldn't give her... I said color, not colored, which, by the way, you're not supposed to say color uh, analyst anymore because of that very reason. But she does the flavor. I don't know. <laughs> but she, but she's occasionally on there. And she doesn't, you know, she's, it's tolerable. You just don't want to hear it. Is it misogynistic? Absolutely. Sports are naturally that way. That's why it's divided into men's sports and women's sports. But if ladies said, hey, no more male broadcasters for our games. We don't want to hear you dudes talking. We'd be like, you got it. Wouldn't be a fight. But there they are, like a little virus, sneaking over into our games. We want to do one. All right. I'll let you do one. I want to do it with my friend. I don't want any men in the booth. Why not? Because. You're going to throw a hissy Uh. if we say no, aren't you? You're going to call lawyers and stuff. You know we will. All right. Hey, you guys could start your own league. Ow! Nah. 
<laughs> I guess you can do our stuff. Just hanging around. Somebody opened the somebody opened the door, cracked it, let one in. That's called equality. Look, I was in a car yesterday with a lady who was afraid to get gas because it was dark out. There's no equality. Calm down. You ever seen a roach in a house? Tell me where equality goes then. Mine's a pure panic. It's like the Nazis are. And Frank would have panicked less if Nazis were in the attic with her. And a roach was crawling the, next No, door. then the way Megan acts when a roach is in the house. Like Nazis would have, and Frank would have been like, I kind of expected this. There's no reason or rationale with a roach in the house and Megan. It's insanity. Oh, kill it, kill it, kill it, kill it. I'm like, all right, calm down. What? <laughs> well, all right, point then. Some direction. Words. I need you to gather yourself. I need you to get it. I need you to get it. I don't even know what we're talking about, but I assume it's a roach. Oh, God, why? Why do we have so many of them? One? Jeez, you're right. I don't know. <laughs> Where is it? By the door. By the door. Uh, uh. All right. Well, don't squish it. Don't squish it. I was just going to say, do you, you want me to kill do? him or you got to set catch and release? It's a hard hug. I do what I want now. For a while there, I used to do the cup it and... And then put it out. Liberate it. But then I'm Don't like, look, Megan. This is Don't saving look. Private Ryan. Like, it's just going to come back and kill us in our sleep. So now she's like, don't, don't, don't. And I just, just squish it everywhere and laugh. I'm like, don't throw a fit or this happens. <laughs> oh, why did you have to do that? Well, it's going to come back later. It's ridiculous. Plus, watching The Sopranos, I'm coming up with all sorts of new ways to kill. Oh. <laughs> Turn into Phil Leotardo. Oh, man. Put it under the car. Little mini, little little. mini pool cue. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, because that's what he did to Vito's butt. Yeah. They found him with a pool cue in his ass because he was gay. I don't know if they could get away with that entire season of Vito being gay and them that's killing him because Brett of too, it. Like- yeah. But they deal with it in a real weird way because uh, Tony goes to the psychiatrist there and says, I don't, look, I don't, deep down I don't care. I just know how it looks. And some of the guys that do care are going to make me – like, they're going to start skimming if I let this go. Like, if, they, if I give him a pass, all this other stuff's going to be like, he doesn't even care. He's got this guy representing us. That's where I felt the pressures, maybe a little pressures on how to deal with that during that season. They the dealt writers. with it. Ugly. There was no Yeah, like, but it could have been. But they, I mean, they know, wanted to at least address the other side, too, saying tolerance. and I didn't see any tolerance. I did out of Tony. I saw Tony saying, I don't care, but we can't tolerate it. Yeah. I saw the the fact that tolerance was not an option. He said it, but he kind of let Vito go a little yeah. while with yeah, that. Yeah. I mean, it's disgusting. Probably he, hoping that Phil or was going to take care of it regardless. Somebody was going to get him. Yeah, and it wasn't him because he liked him, and because he, he made him a lot of money. He was an earner. He was the biggest yeah. earner he had. Yep. But he's like, ah, why couldn't he just stayed where he was? Now we got to do something. And man, oh man, that punishment was brutal. Shoved a pool cue up his butt. <laughs> Hello, Vito. Oh, that's going to be Friday. Is there an early showing Thursday night or anything? Probably. I, I, wonder oh. if it, I wonder if it starts at midnight. It starts at 9 our time. On Thursday? I would bet, because it's going to be released midnight Eastern. Hmm. Let's take a look. I bet you we get it at 9 on It'll HBO Max. Oh, I'll be watching that. Many Saints in Newark. Oh, I can't wait. And watching the Soprano stuff. This surgery couldn't have come at a better time laying on that couch and catching up. Doing all the subtle nuance of all these things that are, you know, re- I forgot about Paulie and his fake mom and 
His, his mom was his aunt, and all that revealed yeah. later, and that's going to yep. come up. Oh, it's going to be amazing. You're a whore. <laughs> You're a whore. Yeah. She was a whore. Oh, Friday. I can't wait. Oh, man, I hope you're right. I hope it is a 9 o'clock. Yeah, because that's what they used to do with Mandalorian. It would come out the Thursday night before on the Fridays. The boys, too. You could watch it the night before because yeah. it comes out early. But they probably have HBO. Well, no, they, they probably don't. HBO uh, West East Max. It's just one big app. I would imagine. So when they release it, it's Friday at midnight. Oh, that means 9 for us, gang. Yes. So, so I won't late. see it in the theater. I'll see it here. Brady I'll won't see both. it for days. I'll do both. I don't care. Yeah. Oh, I'll, yeah. I'm still going to go to the theater. I just hope it's, it's on at nine. I just I hope mean, it doesn't suck. Because my hopes are up. This is the first movie I've had Otherwise, a high bar for in a while. Earliest showing at the theaters is 10.50 in the morning on Friday. <sighs> What's wrong with that? It's too long. It's that's too not late. nine it's o'clock the, next, <laughs> the, the, the night before. It's, it's a 13 full hours 12 later. hours later. Yeah. yeah. All right. I got gotcha. you. Well, if it's not nine the night before. 10.50 showing. We're in. God, I, I do. This is the first movie I've literally had like high hopes for. It's been a long time. I can't remember the last one. I'm like, this is going to be great. I really don't know because the Marvel movies are all crap. Uh, like there hasn't been one that I've been like, this movie gets me pumped David up. Chase hasn't done anything bad though. So, I mean. Well, he's only done The Soprano. I, well, it's just. So you're right. Six, six uh, seasons worth. Six. Plus two, I mean, you know. Well, the veto season. Yeah, yeah, wasn't it six point five? Yeah, because six, it, six was ah. two seasons. It's a writer strike. It wasn't his yeah. fault. But I'm excited about that. Charlie McDoing walking around the house. Hey, should get some gabagool. I can't move over here. Jesus Christ! You always busting my balls. You walking out every morning in the driveway to get the newspaper? Yeah, every morning in the, in the robe and the cane. Yeah. <laughs> Uncle June shot me in the leg. Michael and Troy asked me. <laughs> what happened? Are you okay? Uncle June shot me. He's but that robe. Me. You look nice in the robe, though. Yeah. Flambeige. So is it at 9 on Thursday? We figured that out? We got to figure that out fast. He doesn't know. I'm uh, looking it up. Uh, Cody says, uh, damn it, you guys ruined my brain this morning. Hearing uh, Brady say, Kirby fiddles. <laughs> I now picture a Coach Jay Gutentag teaching Kirby how to fiddle. <laughs> Tell you what, man, you got to get more spit on that middle finger to get that fiddle screaming. If you're going to fiddle, man, you're going to do it my way. It's rising up that bow. Play that fiddle hard. And now the devil goes down to Georgia, man. Rub that peach. <laughs> the fiddle. Is it a, is it a viola or is it a violin? You don't know. She plays the viola. Yeah, because her hands are probably bigger. What's the difference? Uh, one's for bigger-handed kids. Oh, okay. And different, a little bit different sound. The viola. Yeah. That was when I knew size mattered. Because uh, in uh, sixth grade, the music teacher went through and sized all of our hands for violin or viola. And said before, if your hands are a little bigger, you're a viola. And if they're a little smaller, you're violin. And she would go through and go, violin, violin, viola, violin, viola. And I was a viola. Nothing. I was a viola. And then uh, the kid next to me was violin. And we made fun of him for having tiny parts for like days. Did you get them little violin hands? She came whopping around as, you know, what do they call that thing? The What's the word for the penis that they use in Sopranos all the time? Because uh, they talk about his... Uh, 
Ah, uh, I can't remember. Oh, there's a bunch of them. Yeah, but the prosciutto one, the one that sounds the, like prosciutto. The 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 pish. No, oh, yeah, that's yeah. it. <laughs> Pichadillo. Pichadillo. <laughs> if I don't put a pichadillo in his mouth, <laughs> I'll chop off his pichadillo. Uh, looks like. Does that guys... just mean pee pee? Yeah. Oh, okay. Pichadillo like... is great. Looks like you guys are going to have to wait until midnight. No. Son of a. No. Make it different. At... Everything I'm finding says nothing about All Thursday. Right. All right. We'll get to that. I might be up at midnight anyway. You keep talking, I'm going to shove a piece of deal in your mouth. Take a nap. Yeah, take a nap and then, yeah. All right. That'll You're work. used to midnight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just saw a school bus go by our window and started laughing because the uh, the lady in Yuma, did you see that? No. So the school bus driver in Yuma has been uh, put 21 kids in like, like, there's 40 kids on the bus and she just decided to start playing a game to see how many she could throw into the seat in front of them. <laughs> smashing the brakes and she hurt like 20 of them and it turned out she was like she kept saying oh some in the road and like and just mashing them but she was just doing it for fun and they they caught her and now she's got like a court 40 40 lawsuits against her and like all the people but it's 2021 21 kids are injured but i bet you like half of them are lawsuit injured like yeah. they just got a bruise no big deal but she was smashing the brakes and short stopping to mash the kids into the front it's 2021, all the safety measures for those little angels' years, and they still don't have seatbelts on buses. They still let them free float on the, you know, the space shuttle. They have the cut lines for the uh, jaws of life when the Oh, yeah, they know how to cut open. They know how to get the kids out, but they don't have, like, a place that they can belt them in. It's down in Yuma. She, uh, she's just smashing the school brakes to mash. And we used to have a bus driver when we'd go to Roosevelt Elementary that would hit the two water dips in the road. And we would bounce on purpose and try to hit the ceiling. And she caught on like, that's pretty cool. And she would pop the kids and like, she'd speed up to hit them. And we'd be like, yeah. And we'd bounce in our seats and grab the seat in front of us. And when we'd hit the bump, if you timed it right, you'd crash into the ceiling of the bus and then come smashing back down into your chair. Your goal. Your, all of our goal. But all she had to do was not. Two hit, hands on the roof. No two hands. Back. Oh. That was the goal. You tried to tuck. shoot out of your seat, tuck, and smash your back into the roof. And it didn't happen often, the back part, but if you got up there, if she hit it right and you timed it right, and it was a celebration. Kids got hurt. Nobody lost any teeth because we were tougher than today's kids. But bus drivers are not known as, you know, they're not like uh, tenured scholars at Stable. Columbia. Yeah, they're, <laughs> these are, these are uh, I'm a professor at Columbia. I just love the children. I'd like to drive them to school in the big yellow, if you know what I'm saying. And no, these are people who are just kind of, Picking up a couple bucks in a side hustle, usually dragging your rat kids to yep. school. Hating it. Which is probably the reason the lines of mom cars are out, uh, out of control around elementary schools, is because bus drivers got a little less than trustworthy. Well, in the last the couple of years, got more helicoptery. Well, there's that. Yeah. But there's a reason. And bus drivers probably played a part in that, too. South Park showed us back in the late 90s what we thought of school bus drivers as the lady who had the bird's nest in her hair and mm -hmm. an actual bird living in it. But uh, so, yeah, she gets in trouble for this. She's done. And that means that somebody even less qualified than she was will now take her place. <laughs> That's my favorite part is that this lady, uh, the, or like she passed all the find tests. Somebody. Well, that's the point. She yeah. passed all the tests and was willing to do it. She She's, had a heartbeat, yeah. John. Yeah, that's right. That's the first it's test. It's Yuma, for God's sake. But sakes. again, <laughs> everyone down in Yuma's got a heartbeat. She was willing and for some reason able to do this. Now, she, now they're saying she's not. So next man up, which is somebody they hadn't hired yet. 
<laughs> They're not going to find. Didn't make the list. Not going to be needle in the haystack. It's actually just a little less than the one that was mashing your kids into the seat in front of them. So now I can't wait for the next story as they dive into the bottom of the barrel for bus drivers. It's fantastic. It's great. I don't have to work at Love's Truck Stop anymore. (laughs) I don't have to blow truckers anymore. I can take kids for school bus rides. I was making ends meet with, you know, a couple of shots in the old uh, throat on a Thursday and Friday. I'll do it as long as I can sleep on the bus. (laughs) Yeah. Can I live in it? Can my dogs live in it? Sure. We don't care. Just don't stop short. But they got the picture of the lady up there, and I'm like, and the most amazing part was, I'm like, Yuma has schools? I didn't know that. That was just prison, and then like a high school that nobody goes to anymore. Yuma's a thriving metropolis. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But they got that bus driver. So to all the other bus drivers that are normal, uh, housewives that want to do good and whatever, you're the exception to the rule. You realize that when you tell people I drive a school bus for a living, no one's impressed. Right? Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Usually, I want to hand you a couple bucks. Oh, things are tough, huh? Nobody gets that goal in life at age 17. I'm going to drive school buses. It's like not a goal. It's usually a fallback or a mistake. Or or you're grooming. <laughs> or, or that. <laughs> yep, you could be a groomer. I'm just saying. You know, that's what runs through our heads. You're grooming. You know where they live. If you were at a highfalutin, high-stakes trip reeb party. <laughs> Right, <laughs> you're not saying, a, and you're, you're dating. A, over your you're dating a school bus driver. <laughs> Are you saying to her in the car? Let's not tell anybody what you, you do for a living. You work at a school. Let's. You you work for the public you're school in the administration. You work. No, you work in education. And that lady who has the her glasses on a stick. <laughs> yes. So, what is it you do for a living, Veronica? <laughs> uh, <clears throat> I'm a school bus driver. Oh, how novel. Okay, hide the jewels. I'm just saying, that's not a... Is it noble? Not really. (laughs) No. It's just, you know, you can drive the school bus. It's just not looked upon as one of those high-end gigs. Somebody's got to do it. And usually it's somebody like what we saw in the news last night, smashing your kids into the seat in front of them for laughs. (laughs) I think it's pretty funny. Oh, it's hilarious. (laughs) But the stuff that went on... But again... It falls back on how much tax money do we need to give these people before they put seatbelts in the buses. You can sit and say pay the teachers more and all this other stuff, but seatbelt the buses. Have, I think the new ones do The new ones no, are at school. The new, ones, on. the new ones are at schools that don't use the buses that much because the parents are too yeah. afraid to put their kids on buses. I don't know. There's a big line at Mountain View still. I bet you they don't have, I don't you they don't have the straps. Just the special kids do. I don't think they put them on there. I don't. They used to strap the special kids in. They yeah, had that, that was that was forced on them. Well, because they'll just float away. Right, <laughs> they can't they can't use their hands to like balance. Is there any video of this? I want to see this. Yeah, I would like to see that too. Oh, I'm looking for it. But I mean, you've seen the school bus videos from the inside. Every time there's a problem, there's one oh, kid yeah. just flying across yeah. the top of the bus, and we tried to do it. There was a girl named Becky Beering. 
she became like the Simone Biles of the bus bounce. It was unreal. <laughs> like she was it, boing boing. She would time it. Pull a flip perfectly. off in between the. We started talking about flips, and then it stopped because one of the kids told the parents that. We're banging around, and I think one kid landed on another kid. That's the worst that would happen. We were like a mosh pit. We took care of each other. Nobody was going to hit the seats. We'd like, all right, Becky Bearing's going to be the one that bounces to the ceiling today because she's great at it, and we keep an eye on it. Burkhart was light. I was light. We could get some bounce out of that. Stebbings was six feet, 200 pounds in sixth grade, so he was kind of the bouncer. <laughs> he kind of hung out and helped you move. but And then we started to prop and bounce and throw and – but the bus was a free-for-all. It was supposed to be. But they still don't have seatbelts on the buses. You can't get mad at the bus driver for stopping short, especially when your kids are, like, screaming out horrible things. So to that bus driver, I say, hey, we lost another gem willing to do it. Now you got to go out there and start begging homeless to drive your kids to school because nobody wants that job. It's not a job. There's a broken arm. There's no injuries. You, 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 all right. I like Brady's approach. No broken bones. Wow. Everybody's okay. A the new director of CBS Arizona is Brady Bogan. <laughs> I broke my arm. We got to stop the bus game. Get back in there. Yeah, it's nothing. Anyway, so to Yuma, I say, I'm sure that you guys had a real high-end group driving the kids in the first place. Firing them? Terrible idea. She'll be back driving a bus in the next five months. Out of necessity. By the way, you search for this story. Yeah. The second story after this. Uh, Yuma Unified High School District, District 1, seeking bus drivers. <laughs> yeah, of course they are. <laughs> and Yuma, release the video for yeah. God's sakes. I'm trying to find it. You, if They'll put videos on the buses before they'll put seatbelts on there. Uh, Scott Haynes says, if I take this job as a school bus driver, will it interfere with sleeping eight hours on my back? It's a great question, but I bet all <laughs> bus drivers are back sleepers. <laughs> I think I'm going to go for my dreams and reach for the stars and apply for that bus driving position. Like a city bus? No, 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 no. Kids' school buses. So Yuma not only all year. Not only does Yuma need bus drivers, they need bus monitors. What's that? Someone who sits on the bus and monitors the kids. Apparently, because they know the bus driver's unqualified. <laughs> like you just need to move the hell out of driving. Yuma. That position was created because the bus drivers were probably selling drugs to the kids, or vice versa. And then somebody had to step in between. We still need them to drive, but we got to keep an eye on both of them. It's like the air marshal. Right. They should arm them. Fifteen bucks an hour. Hey, look. But you what is it, like an hour a day? How long is it taking you to get a busload of kids to school? Uh it says eight eight daily hours. What? That's what the that's what the job description says. Drive there, get your bus, bring it back to the bus depot, which is, you know, forty, fifty miles from the high school. (laughs) Right. They're never close. All right, so there's two hours. (laughs) Yeah. Then for eight hours you work on the bus? Not putting seatbelts in it, and then uh, oh, I'm sorry. Drive kids to like field trips that don't exist anymore. How many? And then there's, I don't know how many stops they make. It's eight hours a week. If you want to be a temporary bus driver, it's minimum wage twelve dollars and fifteen cents an hour. Because you don't want to fully commit. You just want to be part of the program. Those are the groomers. That's a groomer. I only want to be here for a little while. I can't imagine an eight-hour day of driving school buses. I'd rather work at an In-N-Out Burger if I'm making it, if <laughs> oh I'm making yeah. if I'm making minimum wage. Of I'm over there. So you need a high school diploma. You need oh, yeah. the uh, CDL driver's license, and you need three professional references. Good luck. <laughs> professional what? Hookers. 
<laughs> the world's oldest profession. <laughs> no. Whatever. My manager at McDonald's says I'm real good. Did you graduate high school? Uh, that's close yes. enough. <laughs> close All enough. Right. And you have your CDL. I do. And three professional references. Uh, this letter here is from Mr. Bill Gates. I think you'd recognize that name. <laughs> this is the one that came with your Windows right. powers. This is, this is uh, you know what though? You're the only one who applied. So thank you. And yeah, we're gonna change the. We'll check your references, but Mr. Gates thinks you're qualified. You got both your legs and a couple arms. How's your sight? Fair to Midland. All right, let's get you behind the wheel. <laughs> Crazy. Uh, what do you got on the big board of musical treats? All right, wake up song brought to you by our buddies over there at Action Ride Shop. Need the bike fixed? You need a new bike? You need to rent bikes? You need all the accessories? They got you covered over there, over on Gilbert Road and Southern. Check them out at actionrideshop.com, as well as on Facebook and Instagram and all the other fun stuff. But, uh, <laughs> the devil of course, Charlie Daniels comes up for uh, the hilarious. big string show last the night. Fiddles. A lot of texters are asking if Kirby can learn that. They don't care what it sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> can we get her to play? I asked her already. I we'll just get her to try it. Yeah. Yeah, get her the music. Just film her trying. We'll get it. Oh, I'll get it right now. I'll get catastrophe. <laughs> Is she reading music? She has to be, right? It's a music class. She's not going to Yeah, she path. knows how to, I mean, read the notes, obviously. In the, sure. Yep. Well, the notes for that. Like, she can't read music yet. I don't She just reads the notes so. she's given. Yeah. Right. Which is getting close. So I take it we're just going to go with that, right? Oh, yeah. Devil Went Out of Jordan's a thing. Do we yeah. do the original or we go with, the original's phenomenal. Corn did a good job, though. Yeah. Brett's not sold on the corn. Didn't like no, the corn I mean, it's either. still it's the but OG, it's, the Charlie Daniels. Charlie is the man. You know. All right, we'll go with Charlie. For Brady's big recital last night. How great would it have been at your recital had they gone, oh, you parents are in for a treat tonight. We worked your kids to the bone. <laughs> and they pulled Devil Went Down to Georgia off. Phenomenal. Oh, would have been worth it. What did they play? What songs? The, um, oh, Sugar by uh, Harry Styles. Which, they usually do. They um, <laughs> Watermelon sugar. <laughs> this is about... Like a, um, Anal Angus, they kids down now. You don't they know the do, songs. Um, they did one from. Um, mm, this is sad, Brady. It's less than twelve hours. Ago. Chinese song. Mm. Something like Coke. Something about Coke and no. Um, you don't know the songs. Each class did. Uh, You're not like answering my question. Song. I don't know the songs. Hostile witness. <laughs> That's the only question I asked. Yeah, I didn't recognize any of the titles of the songs. <laughs> or, he was or sleeping during it. He was nestled in like he was at the you movies. Don't need the titles. Did you go, oh, I've heard this? No. Not one. Didn't recognize. Nary a song familiar to you. The boys, uh, the eighth grade choir, their last number. Yeah. I did recognize. It was some uh, from, I'm not sure which uh, Broadway. Oh, man, this is awful. What you went through last men. night. Men. Yeah. Something about men. So all you uh, Iraqi and Afghan veterans, count your lucky stars that you were over there because you didn't have to do what Brady did last night. You don't know you weren't there. <laughs> That's what they should call all kids' recitals. You don't know you weren't there. It's PTSD with strings. I know the composer of one of the songs was Vijay Singh. And I'm like, the oh, golfer? The pro, the pro tennis player? Or, was he a tennis player? Or Vijay Singh was a He's golfer. A golfer. Yeah, yeah. Vijay Armitage was the That's right. So Armitage was one of the... It was Vijay Singh. It was... Uh, <laughs> All right. Yeah. So was it the golfer or not? It was the golfer. He, it wasn't, He composed though. for the kid? No, okay. I guess there's a composer. There's a composer named Vijay Singh. But you don't know his song. Mm. And they didn't play anything familiar, contemporary, anything? Not really. No? You have the program? 
at home. I was do. Kirby proud of herself? Yeah, did she, she come uh, home and go. I nailed it. She got lost in the, uh, one part of the song, so she did the smart thing and fade out. Quit. Fake it. Mirror that you're. That's yeah. right. Fake it. Take yep. your hands off the thing. But she squeaked. Yep. And then she got back on track. She felt good about it. Did you feel yeah, good about yeah, her performance? Did you watch? I did. You know, yep. She's just way off. Pretty proud. No, of it. you can't really tell. Sure, um, you can. Maybe a little. You know, when but you, she was on. Everybody knows when their kid is the the f- stick in the group. She's not in the first chair. You know, right. the, those are the good ones. Yeah, the upfront kids, the yep. class war. Yep. we're trying to teach kids equality, but when it comes down to actual performance, it's like you're a third. <laughs> then they had the choir. Not and everybody's good at everything. One little extra chamber choir. Those are the kids that Sing step the to the next level. The good ones. You have to try out for the chamber. Right. <laughs> so there's the ghetto. Regular, one. all call, all skate. Everybody gets to play. Seventh and eighth grade. The talent is over here. And the chamber choir came out. What did they sing? No no, clue. no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic work as a, as a dad. I wouldn't do it either, though. At least you went. Gospel songs. Mostly. What? Oh, they did a bunch of Jesus cup, coming to the gate stuff. Oh, yeah, keeps getting worse. There was oh. a, um I did like the one song. It was like a spiritual. Oh, I would rather take a piece of broken glass and open my surgical wound than go to this. Wait a minute, kids singing about Christ and playing the fiddle during? How deep can I put this knife in my eye? <laughs> that's a fun game compared to what you went to. Oh, Brady, that sounds awful. Kirby, uh, I highly recommend for your dad's safety and sanity. You just quit that fiddle. Can, if she has to do it, can't she just fake it the whole time and not bother you with it at home? Yeah, she really doesn't. Um, um, like, it's not that loud when she's in her room. Because she's not doing it. And I got the and you're volume cranked on TV. <laughs> you're in the on bitch squid barn. games, deep into watching, squid games. Squid games is great. Watching squid games while the kid's in there. You can't hear anything. Not playing violin. Sometimes it blends in. Kirby, go practice your violin. Go fiddle that thing. I'm on it. All right, Daddy. <laughs> okay, so long, sailor. Why don't you hit the fiddle? I'm on it, Daddy. Way ahead of you. Daddy, I'm out of honey and jergens. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> what? That's how I clean the bow. Oh. <laughs> okay. Resin. <laughs> Whatever. Just slide it under the door. I don't need you to see me like this, old man. <laughs> you got it. Here's some honey. You need any of that to talc? At the end, to dry off the carpet, old man. The best the world has to offer in music, drama, and comedy. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.